Have you ever wished it could be easier to find and purchase products of purpose? Have you ever wanted to really know how your dollar is helping to bring hope and healing to an individual or community's life? Well, my guest today is on a mission to do just that. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com. And this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Kelsey Walaszewski, the founder of Moy Moy Market, an online marketplace that makes it easy for folks to find and buy products of purpose products that help women out of sexual exploitation, provide clean water, build schools, and clean up our oceans. She is also the host of the Talking Story podcast, a podcast that shares stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, hoping to give the listener tools to use to positively impact their community and use their life for purpose. Her co-host is her dad, Bob Walaszewski, who is also the retired Focus on the Family plugged in movie director. She is an avid kiteboarder, triathlete, and boat captain for a whale watch operation on the big island in Hawaii. Kelsey's love for challenge and adventure is a huge part of who she is. I loved this conversation with Kelsey. She is so much fun. And I learned a lot about whales that I didn't know and so much more. You are going to absolutely love it. But before I get to my conversation with Kelsey, I want to thank a couple of our partners of the show who helped to make it possible. First is The Lemonade Boutique, a women's clothing with a cause store. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I love artisan groups and for-purpose companies like Elegantees, Starfish Project, and Rahab's Rope. What I love about today's sponsor is that The Lemonade Boutique combines some of my favorite for-purpose companies, plus so much more in one easy-to-shop online store, plus spend $29 and you get free shipping. That is a great way to shop. Shop at thelemonadeboutique.com where your purchase empowers women to take life's lemons and make lemonade. And listeners of the podcast can save 15% by using code PURPOSE15 at checkout. I want to thank another one of our sponsors of the show, and that is Simple Switch. Actually, Rachel Coyce, the founder of Simple Switch, was on the show back in the spring, so you may remember her. And I wanted her to actually tell you a little bit about what makes Simple Switch so incredibly awesome. Thanks, Molly. Thanks for letting me hop in on this episode really quick. We're an online marketplace for positive impact purchasing. So kind of a similar model to Amazon where you can shop online for things that you actually need. So like toilet paper, all the way up to nice gifts like jewelry or electronics. But every single product has some sort of environmental or social impact. So I'm really passionate about the the change that we can make just with our everyday shopping, as I know you are from all your amazing episodes on this show. And we'd love to offer a discount to your listeners because I know you guys are the exact right people for our marketplace. So if you go on simpleswitch.org and use the coupon code purchase with purpose, you'll get 20% off your first order. And that can be a cart that includes all your day-to-day needs, gifts, things you need for next year. Um, We can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much, Rachel. Without further ado, on to my conversation with Kelsey. Kelsey, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, doing so well, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. 
I am so pumped to have you. We got connected through a mutual social enterprise slash life friend, Jenny Nuccio from Amani Collective. Jenny is just amazing. She's also the host of the Moxie podcast. She's coming on the show later uh, in 2021, which I'm I was supposed to have her on this show in 2020. But then some things, you know, 2020 right. happened and we were well, I listened to you on her show on oh. the Moxie podcast and I love getting to know you more. I mean, I've been listening to Business with Purpose podcast oh, for a while now. Thank you. And so then when I heard you as her guest, I was like, wow, oh, the scout is amazing. Oh. So like I was like, we share similar hearts. I love it. I love it. That makes me so happy. Well, awesome. So it's it's just such a pleasure to have you on. And so I'm going to, I just want to, you, you to introduce yourself to the community. And so I'm going to have you give us the Kelsey 101. So tell us who you are, what you do and how you got to where you are. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, um, my name is Kelsey Walaszewski and I am the founder of Moy Moy Market, which is a marketplace that sells products of purpose. We're a one-stop shop. We want to make it easy for people to purchase products and our main emphasis, and it's been a heartbeat of mine since I was probably 15 is the issue of sexual exploitation Mm -hmm. and sex trafficking. And so we've been collecting products that help fight that, combat sex trafficking. We've also added products that help build schools and uh, help provide clean water for third world countries and clean up our oceans. And so we just really believe like you stand for, you've been preaching for years and years and years, there's power in our dollar. Mm -hmm. It's so easy for us to point and go, this person's doing this wrong. And why is this issue happening in our world? And it's like, wow, we really have the power to change the world uh, $1 at a time. Yeah. Little background about me though, is I am actually from Colorado originally come from a great set of parents, Bob and Lisa Walaszewski. Mm-hmm. And I moved to the big island of Hawaii back in 2009. I've had a journey here. So it's been 11 years. So I'm still on the big island of Hawaii. So if you hear birds chirping in the background, <laughs> it's one of those things that I cannot control. They just wake up singing songs and uh, it's, hey, it's fun and exciting. If I, lived, if I lived in Hawaii, I think I would wake up singing songs. So I don't really blame them really they set a great example for all of us i know no matter where we live we should probably all be waking up singing songs but um yeah so i have been on a journey in the 11 years since being here on the big island of hawaii and um one of the jobs that i have had for most of my time for almost a decade is being a boat captain and business manager of a whale watch operation wow so I'm sure this is a little unique to the listeners on your show. Like, what does this have to do with business with purpose? Um, but I have yeah. a fun story that I love to share. And this is stemmed from my whale watching and captaining experience out on the on the ocean. And so just a little bit of a background about what we do on the boat is we take guests out to go look at these incredible humpback whales. And these whales are only here seasonally for us. They're here, they come starting this time of year, December. And then they are like here in their fullness, January, February. And then they start to trickle back to Alaska, which is their feeding grounds in March. So we get this short window where we get to take guests pre-COVID, of course, yeah. guests out on whale watching. And we get to share facts and information about the whales. Well, every year we like to try to figure out new facts that we can share with the guest and make sure our facts are up to date because, you know, it's hard to study these animals that spend the majority of time below the water surface. Well, about a few years ago, 
a fact came across my desk and it said, humpback whales are one of the few species to be altruistic. And I was like, huh, altruistic. What does altruism mean? So I looked into that and I was like, altruism means doing something for another with no benefit to yourself. Hmm. And I was like, okay, so how are these humpback whales altruistic? So I started researching, well, these humpback whales actually have a compassionate side to them that when there is a species like a seal, a sea lion, uh, a baby gray whale, and it's being attacked by the pod of killer whales, because the killer whales, believe it or not, are like the bullies of the ocean. And so when a killer whale comes and is attacking this species, a humpback whale has been known to intervene, to come in between the killer whales and the species being attacked. And Molly, what's amazing is that this has happened not just once, not just twice, but they have 115 documented cases of humpback whales being altruistic. Wow. And as we started to share this with the guests, my heart started to change. And I'm like, wow, these animals set an example to us as human beings that we are called to be altruistic ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are called to intervene on other people's behalf mm -hmm. with our time, with our resources, and with our money. And so our message on this boat started to change. And we started to utilize this amazing creature, the humpback whale, to motivate and inspire people that they can be world changers themselves. Mm. But it requires sacrifice. And that's the hard part that people um, don't like sometimes to talk about. We, it's easy for us to give or spend our dollar when it's benefiting ourselves. But altruism is doing something for another with no benefit to yourself. Mm -hmm. And when the humpback whales intervene between the killer whale and the species being attacked, they risk injuring themselves. Yeah, There's sacrifice involved, but yet they do it. So they've been an, in, an inspiration to me and actually kind of launched me on this starting Moy Moy Market, starting the Talking Story podcast. I feel like I do wear many hats, but they all point to this idea of helping others with our time, resources and money. That is so cool. Now, how did you well, I guess I should add there's kind of a couple lead up questions. First, what brought you to Hawaii? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and that's a story in and of itself. I don't know how, how long we have, Molly, but um, I actually went came to the island 2009 with my husband, who unfortunately is now an ex. I am a divorcee. And we were working with kids on the east mm -hmm. side of the big island. Um, just had a heart to work with kids. Um, something happened and um, our marriage ended. Yeah. And it was a really difficult season. And mm. I kind of had this choice of, do I stay on the island or do I go home? And I'm kind of stubborn in nature. And I'm like, I'm going to stay here. And my heart was here. And yeah. so I ended up staying. And I shared with Jenny, because I was also on her podcast, the Moxie podcast, a little bit of my story, which I can share with your listeners as well. Especially I you know, divorce is not something that I am proud of. I advocate for, I, it's definitely a regret in my life, but I've seen God's redemption mm. in my life. And the story that I love to share um, is that I, in my divorcing, um, God really reached out to me through someone that I just had barely an interaction with. 
And she called me up one day out of the blue. And again, we just had like a five minute business transaction two years before this. And Mm -hmm. she called me up saying, Kels, um, you were on my heart and I was praying and God has a message for you. And that it's, he loves you and he has amazing plans for you. But little did she know that I just got a call from a judge prior telling me that my divorce had finalized. And it was like just the perfect timing that I thought if she didn't listen to the Holy Spirit telling her to call me that day, I think my life would have been very different. Mm. But the fact that she carried that message in just the right time in which I needed my lowest, fullest shame point of my life, telling me that he loved me and he had a plan and a purpose for me, that changed the course of my life. Mm. And so... Anyways, to answer your question, I came with a husband, we were working with teens, and then God just started to redirect me. I had a passion when I was very little, very young, probably eight or nine years old. I kept telling my folks, I'm going to be a marine biologist because I loved these something. Yeah. And I just had no idea that, you know, I ended up going to school, um, to university, studying adolescent psychology and youth ministry thinking, you know, I'm not very good at math and science. I'm never going to be a marine biologist. And come to find out through a really difficult season of my life, the Lord kind of gave me this opportunity to be a boat captain and (laughs) business manager for a whale watch operation. Like it came full circle. And it was like, what in the world? Like here I am working with humpback whales and I don't have a marine biology degree to say the least, you know, but I just had this heart of loving people and I loved being out on the water with these animals. And, and then anyways, he's now carried me full circle to just this heart of helping victims out of sex trafficking using the humpback whales and their message of altruism. That's so cool. Is it one of those things where you just never tire? like when you're taking a, a group out and you see the whales, like, do you just never tire of it? Oh my gosh. So yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years and every year I'm like, okay, is this my last year? And even with COVID, I'm still working with boats and our clientele and trying to figure out how we can get them out on the water because I don't tire of it. They're, every day is different. These animals the mom humpback whales um, and their interaction with their babies. It's incredible. They are just so caring for their young. Uh, the intensity uh, when the the mating happens, because we see the birthing and the mating. That's the reason they come down to the warmer waters of Hawaii. And every day I just get out and I'm like, wow, like the, the creatures, the nature, they're doing something different. The people that I have on the boat are different. The weather's different. Like every day you just wake up going, huh, I wonder what today brings. And yeah. That's what I love about the job too. So, and then again, just the message that now that we get to share on our boat of just, I, you know, again, before COVID, but 60 people a day that we just got to inspire with this message of like, look at these animals and they care about other species and they're willing to sacrifice themselves to help save another. That's so awesome. And very strange timing, but uh, I was checking Twitter earlier today and there was a humpback whale spotted in the Hudson River, like by the Statue of Liberty. Like there was just like their way in those rivers, <laughs> but it's just like this. This just just a giant humpback whale just swimming by the Statue of Liberty, and I, and like a bunch of New Yorkers, of course, are just out and they're like, "Wait, what is this?" 
<laughs> but I just thought that that, I mean, that was a headline today and here I That's am so now. Funny. I love that. Isn't I love that. Funny? It's meant to be. I, hunchback whales attract people and they just inspire people yeah. from and so all over look the at world. That. And I don't know. I know you've been to Kenya quite a few times. Mm-hmm, yeah. Actually a population of humpback whales that travel uh, along the Kenyan coast. Wow. So 2019 for several different reasons. But one of the reasons was we were trying to figure out how to potentially help the coastal community of Kenya utilize the humpback whales ethically and maybe start tourism up because we were trying to say, guys, there's this whole group of people that travel great distances to see these animals. And maybe what could we do about it to help you along the Kenyan coast. So that was mind blowing to me. I had no idea there were humpback whales in Kenya. I totally did not know that that either. That's amazing. I love that. Now, what led you to start Moy Moy Market? And how did you kind of realize that this was something you needed to do? And what did you do to, to even start it? Yeah, that's a great question. So 2015, on the big island, there was a headline in the paper that said, that this man had been arrested for trafficking his niece and oh, some other family member, but it was like a two-year-old mm. and he got caught and he was actually being prosecuted. And mm. all of a sudden, Big Island was like, what? This happens in Hawaii. Sex trafficking happens mm-hmm. here. So it's very familial here. I mean, it happens in many ways, but many people um, are selling family members mm. to mm-hmm. uh, fund a drug habit, to yep. fund an addiction, to sometimes even just pay the bills because there is a, a high rate of poverty here on, on, in Hawaii. And so that was a wake up call, I felt like, to the islands. And a lot of people were starting to ask questions. What is sex trafficking? And I was like just a part of all those meetings and started to volunteer with an organization called Ho'ola Napua here, which is helping victims of sex trafficking here in Hawaii. Amazing, amazing thing. We actually had them on the Talking Story podcast. Mm. All that to say... Fast forward 2018, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Southeast Asia to visit a friend of mine. I had met her again, all tied to Big Island back in 2007 at a church that I was interning at. And she, at the time in 2007, had started a jewelry business. She had five women working for her. And these five women were actually former prostitutes. They worked Mm. in the brothels. She lived next door to them. And her and her husband went to Southeast Asia wanting to teach. He actually had her on the podcast. I don't, I don't feel like I need to probably explain her story. Uh, Jenny McGee, Starfish Project. Yeah. I loved, I was going to say, I was like, I think we're talking about Jenny. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. She's been on your podcast. So for your listeners who need to hear her story, go back, find Jenny McGee's uh, story. She's amazing. So all that to say, Jenny McGee, I met her in 2007 as she was employing five women, helping them get out of sex trafficking. Yeah. And I wrote in my journal at the time, I want to help Jenny sell more jewelry so she can help more women. Mm. And I kind of put that journal away. And I was like, gosh, that was my first time really hearing about sex trafficking. 2015, it's hitting the big island. And so in 2018, when I went to go visit Jenny, I wanted to see what Starfish Project did. I wanted to walk with them. I wanted to learn from them. So I made arrangements to hang out with them. And one of my nights was to go on a Monday night, walking up on, around the streets, going to brothels yeah. and watching them 
love on these ladies, building a friendship. They weren't going in to, you know, make them feel shame or this isn't right or whatever. They were going into their worlds and saying, Hey, we love you. We see you. We want to be your friend. You have value. And right then and there, when I saw what they did take place, because it's amazing. You can see it on a website and you're like, oh, that's great. You know, Starfish Project and restoration and helps provide hope and healing. That's awesome. But there was something about seeing it with my own eyes. And I thought, this is amazing. And so I told Jenny, I was, I thought I was writing an article uh, for Brio magazine with focus on the family. And after the interview I did with her, I said, Jenny, I think I may not be writing an article. This is not why I'm here. I think I'm here to start a business. I really want to help you sell more jewelry to help more people. Mm. And so that summer of 2018, I came back to the big Island and it took me five months to start an LLC here. And we've just been growing ever since then. It's been a little over two years now where we have now brought in starfish project, but we have found so many companies, organizations, and brands who are doing amazing things. And our heartbeat is we want them to continue to do the ministry that they're doing to help these people. And sometimes marketing is just a struggle. You oh, know, for sure. To get their information out, to tell people what exactly they are doing, because their focus is to provide that healing and restoration to the people in front of them. And so that's what Moy Moy Market has come in and said, we want to be that marketing tool. We want you to be able to focus more on doing your ministry. And we want to be able to share more with the the customers, the why behind your product. Mm, Yes, that's so good. And you have even kind of expanded that outside of just, you know, carrying some of these products and, and selling some of these products. There's also a lot of giving back that you do through local organizations. And you even have an, a new program coming up um, that is launching January 5th, or depending on when this airs, <laughs> it has launched January 5th. Uh, talk a little bit about sort of the the give back component in addition to the program that you're launching. Absolutely. I um, appreciate you asking that. So I have a huge heart in creating awareness. Obviously, Moy Moy is about selling the product, but we want to educate the customer. Right. And so one of the things that we have done, we started a podcast like you, yeah. um, but the Talking Story podcast, where we are sharing the stories behind the brands. But we've actually launched to not just talk about the brands in which we carry. We have come across some amazing nonprofits who don't have products to sell, but are using their nonprofit status and their business and organization to do amazing things. Um, We've talked to two men named Patrick Gray and Justin Skizik from I'll Push You. Yes, my kids love that book. Okay, so we interviewed them and they did that whole journey mm-hmm. across the El Camino where Justin's in a wheelchair and Patrick's pushing him. And through our conversation, you know, what I gleaned the most about it was just the fact that we as human need- beings need to be okay with asking for help. You know, Justin, who just lost all senses, you know, he barely can use his arms, had to ask his best friend, Patrick, to say, hey, will you push me in this wheelchair so we can accomplish this goal together? Mm -hmm. And so we've just found these beautiful stories to just help 
give people the tools in which they need to use their lives to help others. Because we understand not everyone is able to financially be able to buy a piece of jewelry from Starfish Project. And not everyone's called to be the next CEO or the founder, but we just want to really empower people to use their lives like the humpback whales to intervene on other people's behalf. Um, But another cool avenue that we are just launching, like you mentioned before, is we are going to start a university. Actually, we're partnering with the university um, here in Hawaii. We're going to do a program that really emphasizes social entrepreneurship, uh, nonprofit management, missions, community development, because we just really believe in training the next generation Mm -hmm. into understanding what ethical business is all about and how they can use their lives to better others. And so it's partnering with Bethel University. Um, Moi Moi's come in. We're going to do a lot of the student development side of things. And we're going to offer a two-year or a four-year accredited course um, for students here on the island or students can come from the mainland to the island to take this course here in Hawaii. That's so amazing. And it's something that I know that you has been on your heart. And where did you get the idea for this? And how did you how did you even because if it's one of those things where in my mind, I'm like, how would I even know where to start to create a accredited (laughs) program? I, uh, Molly, it's interesting because so much of my life comes in 10 year increments. I feel like God put something on my heart and 10 years later, he brings it to fruition. Mm. And I really can see that from the whale watching, you know, wanting to be a marine biologist and work with humpback whales. 10 years later, I'm a boat captain, business manager. God put in my heart back in 2007, I want to help Jenny McGee sell more jewelry. 2018, I started a business. And so this actually was in 2010, and I was working with a gal over on the east side of the big island when I was married and working with youth and just really wanted to raise up the next generation. And we were moving forward with this plan that we had to start a Christian campus in Hawaii, Mm. and it fell through. And I couldn't quite understand why I just, we put in so much work. We were this close and I just questioned, I'm like, God, why, why did this fall through? Yeah. And then little did I know that, you know, a few months later, my marriage was spiraling out of control Mm. and that would have just created havoc on what would have been a Christian university campus on the big Island. And it just, it's amazing. It's like, I've just really learned to trust in God and his timing and give it to him. And I just released that when it fell through back in 2010. I was like, all right, I don't know what that was about, but that was interesting. And then I was driving through Wyoming on my way up to Montana to do a Moi Moi party this fall, September 2020. And I get a call from one of my professors at Bethel University. And he goes, hey, Kelsey, do you remember when you were wanting to start this campus on the Big Island? I think the time is now. And they're recognizing the fact that one, you know, we're not sure what the future holds. So most of online schooling has gone virtual and people realize, huh, I can do this online classes, you know, from afar and it's, it's not too big of a deal. And then they're also recognizing the need for things to be affordable and Christian education is expensive. Mm -hmm. And Bethel university has come in through many extension sites going, we want to make a Christian education more affordable to students. 
and we want to meet them where they're at. And so, yes, you know, the classes will be attended online. The professors will be teaching from Indiana, but what's going to be really key for this program to work, especially in Hawaii, is the community aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. And that's where I come in through Moimois. We're going to do mentorships. We're going to do Bible studies. We're going to do uh, practicums and internships that are actually what students need in order to learn what they need to learn for them to go out into the world to do what God's called them to do. And so we can cater to a smaller group. We're going to start with 10 students fall of 2021. And we're just going to, they're going to just be so loved on and there's going to be so much intention behind each student to really cultivate the education experience in which they need to succeed. Oh, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. I'm going to take a quick break from my chat with Kelsey to thank a couple more of our partners of the show. Did you know that I have an ethical brand directory? That's actually what Chelsea used to start finding products for her boutique almost four years ago. Now Amazuma carries over 50 intentionally sourced brands and is the perfect one-stop shop for all of your gift giving needs. And as a thank you to the community, she is offering 20% off with the code SHOPWITHMOLLY. Head to shopwithmolly.com for all the details. Are you one of my loyal listeners of the show? Have you ever wanted to sport some business with purpose swag? Well, guess what? You can now get my exclusive do something good with purpose on purpose tea through GoX. From boutiques to corporate events to family reunions and podcast show teas, GoX can design and print a tea for use on any occasion. Their experienced graphic design team can work with your art or create a design from any inspiration. So whether you need 24 tees or 24,000 tees, GoX is here to provide you with retail quality fair trade garments with the highest quality screen printed graphics. Love their social mission, but you have your own screen printer or you even print yourself? No problem. You can purchase their blank, sustainable, eco-friendly tees at wholesale prices in bulk. Visit goxapparel.com forward slash wholesale to get started. And you can shop your exclusive business with purpose, sustainable, eco-friendly tea and more with purpose today at goxapparel.com forward slash Molly Stillman and use the code podcast 20 for 20% off. Now back to my conversation with Kelsey. I love what you said about your life kind of goes in 10 year increments. And it's funny because I kind of feel the same way in some areas of my life. And I think about where my life was 10 years ago and how much it's it's changing right now in good ways and how a lot of things have come full circle. So mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. Definitely, definitely understand that. Now, you mentioned, um, and I am going to probably completely butcher the pronunciation of the organization, Hola Napua. You did it! I did yes. it! You did it! Hola Napua. Um, and that is the um, Hawaiian nonprofit that you work with um, that is working to provide a home um, with comprehensive therapeutic services for female underage victims rescued from sexual exploitation. Um, but there's another nonprofit that you work with that's doing a lot of just really unique therapy programs, and that is Heart Ranch. Can you talk a little bit about Heart Ranch and how you got connected with them? Absolutely. Um, Heart Ranch is here on the Big Island. Um, I live on the west side and they're on the east side. And just for people to understand Hawaii a little bit, I live on the biggest island and it takes about eight hours to drive the circumference of this island. Wow. It's pretty, pretty massive. But thankfully, we do have a road that cuts through 
Um, and it's easy to access. So it's about an hour drive to get from where I'm at to Heart Ranch. And I have been volunteering there for about seven years. Um, they, we did an interview on the Talking Story podcast with them. They're episode two. So folks really want to know more about them and what they do. But um, overall, they meet. It's a Christian program, which is super, super cool. But they take students and they partner them with a horse and let healing take place. And mm. a little bit about these students, Molly. We have students who we had a little boy um, go through the program who it was experiencing major PTSD. He had mm. watched his dad kill his mom oh. and trying to process that at such a young age. I mean, I, that's in, I just can't even comprehend that. And he had just stopped talking. He had stopped mm. talking. He just, just when he came to Heart Rancher was not a word out of his mouth. He just was so internalized, mm. you know, taking in the trauma and the therapist brought him and was like, we're not sure what to do with him. We just thought this would be a great program for him to come to. And what we did is we took him, partnered him with a horse. And us as we're not therapists, we're just there to kind of make sure the kids stay safe. Right. And we let him have time with the horse. He would stroke the horse. He would brush the horse. He would walk the horse. We'd get him on the horse. And we kind of sometimes would create distance. Once the safety was in place, we would we liked to kind of separate ourselves and watch the child connect with the animal. And uh, these horses are so incredibly smart. I love horse therapy programs because the way God has made a horse is just incredible. Oh, yeah. They're so tuned to us as humans. And we can learn so much about them and communication and boundaries and all of that. But this little boy began to speak. He started mm. to speak to his horse. And um, we, we've grown in uh, services and we've been able to bring in girls on the island who have gone through PTSD, potentially mm. been trafficked and exploited. And the same thing, we bring them through the program, connect them with the horse. But we also bring just what we consider, quote, normal teenagers. Yeah. And they sign up for the Heart Ranch program. And it's a six-week program. It's about an hour and a half for each. It's one day a week. And we spend about an hour and a half with the kid. And, you know, some of these kids that were like, you're normal, you're fine. You come from a great family. We don't know what's going on on the inside. And so yep. to be able to connect with a teen at their level and just go, hey, I see you. I care about you. I love you. Yep. Let's talk. Um, I think that's super preventative from anything that could potentially be harmful for a kid. Um, teenage years. I don't know about you, Molly, but I do not want to go back to my teenage years. No. I have zero desire to do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, these kids, we can all kind of relate and go, man, we've been there, done that. But what they really need is someone just to be there walking with them as they are walking through some tough things. And it's getting tough. Some of the things they share that they're having to deal with at school, that's a, it's some tough stuff. Yeah. I, I There's a dear friend of ours whose teenage daughter is kind of like a big sister to my kids and um she comes over all the time and and just you know I'm they, she jokes that I'm like her second mom and uh we just we have conversations all the time about I'm like I don't I don't envy you I don't want to go back to being a teenager like no thank you I would just like to delete seventh and eighth grade from my life <laughs> absolutely I'm with you but hey, um, no, I think that's fantastic. And uh, there's a there's a nonprofit organization near us as well that uh, does 
horse therapy. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're really powerful animals. And there's really a lot to be said about horse therapy. And, and for people that aren't familiar with it might be like, what? This, is, this seems strange, but it really is incredibly powerful and impactful. And so I love that in addition to you know, highlighting some of these organizations through your business like Starfish Project and Amani Collective and and so many incredible fair trade and ethical businesses. Um, you know, you're also partnering with some of those organizations right there in your backyard that are that are doing a lot of the the really important, important work. So, you know, obviously here you are, we're in 2021 and, you know, you are heading into 2020, which is the right here at the beginning of this brand new year and you're launching this, um, this college program and, or this university program, you know, what is sort of your, your vision? What are you kind of praying for and hoping for that God's going to do in the next 10 years? Yeah, that's a, I'm so glad you asked that because you had a person a few weeks ago on your podcast. It's James Bartle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. From yeah. Outland Den- Denim. Yeah, he's I great. I love your conversation with him. He just seems like a fantastic guy. I love his brand. I love what they do. And what really struck a chord for me was at the beginning of your conversation, he talked about how travel was so influential in why he started Outland Denim. And I thought, oh, just again, my passion and my heart to educate and create awareness um, is our focus and our vision for 2021, 2022 is we would like to, you know, in with all the other things going on is we do want to start um, travel trips for people. Yeah. Uh, not mission trips because I think like Jenny has mentioned, like those can actually be detrimental for communities. Yeah. But we really want to create educational trips that people can go to some of the places like Kenya. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying all mission trips are bad. There are some amazing mission trips, but it's kind of that fine line you you walk. And I just thought, you know, if we went with just humble hearts just to go, we want to learn. We want to learn how people live. We want to learn why it's important to shop ethically. Mm, Um, Just like James Bartle was changed because he went on a trip. Uh, We'd like to do more of those. And so that is something that we are praying into 2021 for just that God would make it clear if this is something that he wants us to do and wants us to launch. Uh, We have some connections like with Jenny Nuccio. She already kind of has some things happening with her travel trips. And so we'd like to partner with people like that and take our clientele and say, Hey, let's go, let's go learn together. Um, if there's ways we can serve, absolutely. I also totally believe in ethical tourism. A lot of communities need to stay afloat through tourism and there's a way to do it right. And there's a way to do it wrong. And so it'd be fun trips as well, where people could go to Africa and go on safari and see the beautiful animals or go whale watching. But um, it's also would be just a way to understand uh, that there's a bigger world than what we see in our little bubble. And that's a hard thing. It was hard for me to realize and understand. But the moment I started to travel, when I went to Southeast Asia and met Jenny, I just was like, huh, yes, I get it. You get get it. it. Once once you're there, once you see it, once you're in the conversations, you're really beginning to be kind of immersed. Uh, Yeah, it changes you. It changes you. 
So Moi Moi is the umbrella. I should yeah. tell your listeners that we are, it's the umbrella, but there's a lot of branches to it yeah. because we just don't believe it's just about a marketplace. Right. We just believe it's, it's this lifestyle. It's this community, it's this yeah. tribe. And so that's what we are hoping to grow and develop yeah. under this Moi Moi umbrella to go, Hey, there's a way that you can practically apply doing good for others through your dollar. And you can purchase these products. And there's also a way that as a student, as a 17, 18 year old, you want to launch into success and doing something amazing with your life. We want to empower and, and train you to do that. And Hey, if you're just a listener and you want to learn more, there's the talking story podcast. And then yeah. again, hopefully there's the travel trips. And then we have another cool thing about Moi Moi market. We call it the Moi Moi mailbox <laughs> where we believe just sending someone a, a note of love is so empowering and encouraging and it's free. People can go onto the Moi Moi mailbox and just say, Hey, here's a postcard. This is what I want it to say. This is who I want to send it to. And we just send it for free. And just to say, Hey, you know, this person's thinking of you. And um, just because we do believe love overall, it's just all about love. It's loving one another. It's one anothering. And a that's what we're all about. Amen. Amen. Kelsey, um, I just love what you're doing. And I absolutely uh, just I'm cheering you on. And I think that uh, you're you're changing the world. And um, I will, I know, I know, I will have um, all of Kelsey's information along with the podcast information. And uh, all of I will have all of that in the show notes. But now, Kelsey, before we go, this is the time where I get to ask some fun, get to know you questions. So Kelsey, are you ready? I, I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. Question number one. What song do you have to sing along with when you hear it? Oh, um, gosh, I am into the worship music right now. And I'm not very good with song titles, but what is it? It's the... The um, Graves into Gardens. Yeah, by song. Elevation. Thank you. I was like, what? I'm like, whew, that caught me um, off guard. But yes, I've been just blasting that in my house. Yeah, it's I such a good song. Um, I just, because again, I just, out of my own life, he has turned my shame into just beauty. Mm. And he's turned my my grave. Like, I just don't know how to explain it, but I yeah. was in such a dark place yeah. when I reached that divorce, that, that he thing, mm -hmm. when it was like, it's happening. The judge called me, it's divorced. And then watching God just use my life and transform my life and reconnect me with him. I'm like, he does that. This is the God in which we serve. So that's been my, my song. Wow. Wow. Ah, I love that. Okay. If you had to eat the same meal for dinner every night for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. So it would be pizza. <laughs> I love pizza. It's simple, but I love pizza with goat cheese. I love goat cheese. I was just visiting a friend on the mainland during this whole crazy COVID season and wanted just to go spend some time with people I hadn't seen in a while. And she has a little farm and they make their own goat cheese because they have goats. Mm -hmm. So I'm out there in the morning with her husband trying to learn how to milk goats. And then she's teaching me how to turn that goat's milk into goat cheese. And I'm like, this is amazing. I need a goat now. Yes. Yes. I am so, on, fully on board with that. Fully on board. Okay. 
What was your favorite movie to watch growing up? Oh, um, favorite movie. Can I, I am, okay, so it's funny. I'm Bob Olaszewski's daughter, who's like the movie review guy at Focus on the Family for 27 years, but I am not a movie person. <laughs> Love TV shows. <laughs> Can I go with TV show? Can I change it? Sure. Do okay. it. I love Lucy. Oh, I love it. Three runs. I love Lucy. I loved the oldies. Just anything that was like on TV land back in the day. Yeah, Nick at Night. Oh, absolutely. So if if I could choose like a TV show where I just loved character development, you know, you got to know them. They were always in a predicament every, you know, day. I just love that. But movies, I just, I just don't connect with as well. That is so funny. Now, I don't know exactly like the structure of uh, how things worked at Focus on the Family. Um, But uh, my kids, I'm just because you say that and you're the fact that your dad worked at Focus on the Family. um, My kids are obsessed with adventures and odyssey. Yes. Obsessed. I'm so glad. Oh, obsessed. So my daughter is seven and my son is four. He'll be five in uh, February. Oh, what? That's like the perfect age. They love it. And it's so funny because my the girl that I mentioned, who's a, a, a teenager, who's a friend of ours. So she, so she loves Adventures in Odyssey. She's 15. And so she grew up listening to it. And so she got my kids hooked on it two years ago. And we started with volume one. And because our, our friend's daughter, she has all of the volumes. And so she started with volume one and gave us the CDs. And then we've been listening through it. And we're on volume I mean, this is over two years ago and we're on volume like 50 now or 52. Yeah. So we've listened from the beginning. We are big, big Adventures and Odyssey fans in our house. And I will admit that when I we started listening, I was not sure that I was going to love it. And now I'm probably just as hooked as the kids are. Well, join the join the club because yes, I it's a great thing. It's great for road trips. Too. Oh yeah, we love it. Like I said, we listen to it every time we're in the car. And yeah, anyway, so for those that also listen to Adventures in Odyssey, I'm right at the part where we don't know if Eugene's dad is alive or not. So Eugene <laughs> is Eugene's melt is Eugene Meltzner's dad alive? We don't know. It's very stressful. Are they going to get connected? Anyway, okay. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, we're moving on now. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. My last question, and this is the, the question I ask all my guests, and that is, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? Absolutely. I, um, I love this question because I do know you end every podcast with this. So <laughs> I just believe business is a tool to change the world. But mm. for me, a business requires customers. Mm-hmm. You can't have a business without the customer. Correct. And so I think to run a business with purpose means that you are focused on your customer and not just what their needs are and what they're looking for. Cause again, most businesses are like, you need to go out and, and see what your customer needs. But in this business with purpose, it's creating awareness and educating and empowering your customer to make a difference. Mm. Um, I think we all struggle with purpose just as human beings. I think we struggle with sometimes the feeling of not being enough. Yeah. And so in order to run a business with purpose, I did a podcast, just a solo podcast on this is I believe really communicating to your customer 
that they are enough. I think there's a lot of things and maybe I'm wrong here. I don't know. But as I've explored this the last few years, there's a lot of um, reasons why people buy product. And a lot of times they're filling this void, this emptiness or this like, I'm not enough. So therefore I need this. Mm. And they seek out a product that maybe isn't ethical. And it's just filling this just this empty void for a short time. And when they get the product thinking this is going to change their life, they realize it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't change their life. Yep. I still feel this void. I still feel this. I'm not enough. And so running a business with purpose, it's kind of weird because here you are, you're wanting to promote product and sell products. But I feel like one of the biggest complaints about buying ethically and purposefully that people will talk to me about is it's expensive. It's yeah. expensive. Yep. And so our challenge with Moi Moi is trying to communicate, hey, it does create a budget system in yep. order to buy ethically and purposefully, but you can save that money. You can budget that money yeah. when you start to believe in your own heart and know mm-hmm. that you are enough, that you don't need this product from Walmart to complete you. You don't need this shirt from Amazon to fulfill you, that we are enough. And then when we can fill that, then we can start to seek out product that blesses others, that can treat ourselves, mm-hmm. that we can gift to others because we know we're enough. We don't yeah. need anything else to fill us. We are enough. It's so running a business with purpose ultimately is getting to the point with the customer that they are enough. And for me, the, where we find that we're enough is through our relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. I don't believe you can get to that point of feeling enough until you have that relationship with him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Kelsey, this was just such a pleasure, such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for joining me and for taking time out of your schedule and uh, of, you know, just hanging out with humpback whales and stuff. (laughs) Where we began, right? Molly, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first time listener, welcome. Be sure to check out the archives for past shows featuring incredible people who are changing the world with their businesses. And if you're one of my regulars, thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out. And thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button, which helps to make sure that you never miss a new episode of the pod. And while you're there, would you take a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is produced by the incredible team at Third Wheel Media. Thanks so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose.